Hey, hey, welcome to the very first episode of So Close Hit The Post. I'm Matt Lee and this is a four-week podcast on the exciting off-the-field entertainment that comes with the English Premier League. On this week's show, we're going to take a look into the history of the league itself. We'll also get into our quick week roundup of Goal of the Week, Game of the Week and a little match prediction. Plus, we'll check out what's hot on social media and our Idiot of the Week. So stay tuned and be sure to like us on Facebook, Instagram and Snapchat. In the latest round of results, on Saturday, Cardiff City had a nil-all draw with Newcastle United. On Sunday, Everton beat Southampton 2-1. Leicester City beat Wolverhampton Wanderers 2-0. Tottenham Hotspur hosted Fulham and, bet- and won 3-1. West Ham United lost 2-1 to Bournemouth at the Olympic Stadium. And at Stamford Bridge in the game of the week, Chelsea beat Arsenal 3-2. On Monday, Burnley lost to Watford 3-1 and Manchester City hammered Huddersfield Town 6-1. Manchester United got a shocking loss to Brighton Hove Albion 3-2 and on Tuesday, Liverpool beat Crystal Palace 2-0. Now, a lot of people will opt to go with the classic big game of the week, Chelsea and Arsenal. Now, yeah, okay, Chelsea beat Arsenal 3-2 at the bridge and that was an intense game, but... For this week's Match of the Week on So Close to the Post, we're actually going to go with something different and something that happens more often than not in the Premier League, and it's an upset. And once again, Manchester United have been upsetted by Brighton and Hove Albion. So this is this week's Game of the Week on So Close Hit the Post. Brighton Hove Albion 3, Manchester United 2. It was a fantastic win for them, the Seagulls, at the Amex Stadium on the south. Glenn Murray put them ahead initially in the 25th minute, and then they got a second in the 27th minute. Manchester United did manage to get one back through Romelu Lukaku, so it was 2-1 for a while, but then just before half-time, it was 3-1. So Brighton Hove Albion 3-1 up against Manchester United for majority of the game until Paul Pogba managed to get one back in the 95th minute, but that doesn't really matter. So in the end, what a fantastic win for Brighton Hove Albion. It gives them... A lot of courage to, well, avoid relegation, of course, but to really compete for, you know, a a mid-table finish. Like, well, mid of the top 10, really, because they are better than top 10. They're definitely getting better, and Manchester United have definitely got some errors to work on throughout the year. So that is obviously the game of the week, Brighton, Hove, Albion, and Manchester United. Um, Match prediction for this week is definitely, definitely going towards the big game of the week, and that is, of course, Manchester United and Tottenham Hotspur on Tuesday the 28th at Old Trafford. Now, Man United, of course, as we just talked about, coming off that loss from Brighton Hove Albion, they really need to turn it on. Tottenham Hotspur aren't the greatest. They had a win over Fulham when they beat them 3-1, and they also beat Newcastle 2-1. So two teams that have came back to the Premier League in recent years, Fulham, of course, this year uh, in Newcastle two seasons ago, so they've had it reasonably easy. There's not much experience in the opposition that they're playing against. Yes, Man United did have a loss, but it's, you know, they turn it on against bigger teams. And, you know, Liverpool will know that, Chelsea will know that. But I think Spurs can give them a run and a run to beat them. You know, the match is five days away, so they've got a lot of training to get through. And I think, hopefully, for my sake, personal sake, that Tottenham do get it over Manchester United here. For two losses, Manchester United in the first through three games, that's not going to be good for them at all. So those are the Match of the Week prediction and last week's Game of the Week.
On to a bit of history now of one of the greatest sports competitions on the planet. So, a total of 49 clubs have played in the Premier League since its inception, with Arsenal, Chelsea Everton, Liverpool, Manchester United and Spurs participating in every single year to date. Brighton Hove Albion and Huddersfield Town are the most recent clubs to have played in the Premier League. At the end of each season, the bottom three clubs on the table are relegated to English Second Division. Well, it's called the First Division and then above it is, of course, the Premier League. And then three clubs from that division then come up into the Premier League after being promoted. The only exception to this was in 1994 season when the league decided to reduce the number of clubs to 20. As a result, Crystal Palace joined Norwich City and Leicester and Ipswich in being relegated from the Premier League at the end of the 94 season, with only two clubs replacing them from Division 1 as the championship was known then. The title of the competition then changed to the FA Barclays Premiership, with this being amended to the Barclays Premier League ahead of the 2007 and 8 campaign. The player that has played the most Premier League games of all time is Gareth Barry, who now plays for West Brom. The most successful manager is, of course, Sir Alex Ferguson, and the most successful club is Manchester United. Leicester are the latest and the sixth club to win the Premier League, completing a remarkable title triumph a year after a successful battle against relegation. That was absolutely outstanding. Leicester City just avoiding the chop at the bottom a year later, 5,000 to 1 odds with a team that was $300 million less valuable than Manchester United's when and won the league. Amazing. I think one person in New Zealand betted $50 for them to win the league and ended up winning 50 grand. It was outstanding. And hats off to Leicester City. It really does show what underdogs can do. And it shows in football anything really can happen. And it's amazing what sports really brought out of Leicester City and the world as it came together to see that amazing event. So that is very brief history of the Barclays Premier League, now known as the English Premier League. Right, so now we're going to take a dive into what's hot around world football. And I say world football because there are so many things going on, and not just the Premier League off the field that we really should be talking about. Um, one thing, though, from a Premier League player, Dali Ali, his special hand celebration. I finally worked out how to do it. It was. It, it took me a while, and I'm not proud to say I spent a few nights trying to figure that out before eventually falling asleep. But I got it, and it's definitely better than Waisaki Naholo's celebration after his all-black try against the Wallabies last Saturday. But anyway, we'll talk about that later in another segment because I think Dali Ali is definitely a candidate to win that one later on in the show. But one thing I do want to talk about is, of course, making news, headlines around the world, out of Australia, out of the Gold Coast, Central Coast Mariners, Usain Bolt's audacious bid to make the A-League has officially begun. Um, the eight-time Olympic champion said that the first day is just like athletics, it's the toughest. The greatest sprinter of all time made his first public appearance on Tuesday morning on the turf of Central Coast Stadium. And alongside his new teammates, he looks huge. He is so tall, and he's bringing the crowds. Dozens of reporters and photographers were around to capture it. And it was one of Central Coast Mariners' busiest training sessions. They got a big crowd to watch. And why wouldn't you? Like, I cannot wait until, well, I hope he gets in so he can come and play against Wellington Phoenix here in Wellington, and we can watch, well, one of the most famous athletes alive. He's Usain Bolt. He's Everyone knows who he is, so that's really interesting. I think that's one of the hottest topics around at the moment is to see whether he can make the trial because he's played a few charity matches for soccer. I remember he played at Old Trafford for a Manchester United charity match, and 
okay, he's no professional footballer yet, and you know he's not. A, I wouldn't say he's naturally born at it, but he's good, and the speed will help him in that respect. So I'm not sure. It's kind of up to the Central Coast man as they want to take him. And it's kind of around publicity. Because if you accept a guy like that, you know crowd numbers are going to go up. You're probably going to get a lot of shirt sales as well. So, okay, he may not be the biggest asset in terms of squad development and, you know, winning it. Because he's not the greatest. We know that. But he's going to bring in a lot of crowds. And he's going to really put Central Coast on the map. And the A-League needs marquee players like that. Anyway, we're not here to talk about the A-League, but Usain Bolt in the A-League playing football, that is definitely what's hot at the moment in world football. Welcome to the last segment of the show, and without a doubt, I think this is going to be one of my favourite segments throughout the series, and it is, of course, Idiot of the Week. So, this week, I think we can't even look at anyone else apart from Dali Ali. This has been going on for more than a week now, but it's still going on, and there's been a new release of it today. So what he does is he makes a circle with his index and his thumb, and then he puts it around his eye, and the remaining fingers lay on his forehead. It was quite hard to do. It looks pretty easy on video, but when you try and do it yourself, you sit there for, a, well, in my case, you sit there for days, weeks, and you try and figure out how he's bending his fingers like that. In the end, I found out a trick, and it's not hard at all. In fact, it's easy, and I can't believe myself got so worked up about it, like the world is, really. But anyway, he released another one today, and he's made two circles with his fingers and done the same thing. So, Lord knows what is this is going to put the word into now. I'm not going to try it. Well, I say that, but I probably will come tonight. But, you know, he's definitely the idiot of the week for that one. Cats often know it's his celebration. And, well, he definitely got the world going through that one. And it went viral instantly. It had celebrities all over the world trying it, in fact. But anyway, that's Dali Ali's celebration. And congratulations, Dali Ali, is this week's idiot of the week. Thank you for listening to the podcast for the week. So close at the post. Looks forward to you joining us for the next three weeks. We love making these and getting these out to you guys. And we will see you next Friday for week two of So Close Hit the Post.